Hello, everybody, and welcome to our second interview in Digital Nomad Experiences. In this time, we interview Marina Fuentes Corridan. She is the founder of Home and Holidays and international brand consultant as a freelancer. Marina shares with us amazing tips and advice related with the remote work world. My name is Marina Fuentes Corridan. I'm half Spanish, half Irish. I grew up in the Canary Islands, Tenerife. I've been living in London for about eight years, and my partner is also from London. And I head the marketing for a prop tech company, a startup called Acasa. Uh, however, I've currently just decided to leave that to go freelance and become a brand strategist consultant in London and remotely. What is your opinion about the remote work world in general? In general, I think that that's where society is going. Every day I meet more and more extremely capable people across the globe that can offer so much value to different projects. And I think it's a market that's only going to grow more. And it's a market that also allows people to be happier and be able to like balance their work life better. So I generally think it's how you can get best out of many positions and jobs, although it's not applicable to all jobs or roles. In your opinion? Is the remote work only for techies? Um, I don't think at all remote work is just for techies. I'm in marketing. I think uh, I think every role is what you make of it. And I think you find opportunities for what you make. I don't think every role is fit to it. However, I think if it's a decision that you want to make, you can make your role fit it being a remote job as long as you make that decision, just try and make it fit what you're trying to look for. How was your first step as a remote worker? So my first step, I think, is when I made the decisions of what I wanted to prioritize my life around after living eight years in London. It's been an absolutely amazing journey, but I realized that maybe in the longer term, I might want to move back to the Canary Islands. I might want to actually start prioritizing more my quality of life over other things. And that's why I think that's when you start prioritizing what remote work it might fit to you, or what might it mean to you, because the impact it's going to have on your life and actually just well-being. What was more complicated step when you started to work as a remote worker? I would say personally, it's um, at the beginning of this journey. I'd say the hardest step is to actually decide that you're going to take that plunge. I think it's uh, it's brave to make it. I think uh, me and my partner had this huge discussion where we both agreed that he's starting his company. I think I want to go freelance. And we both had this chat that we were going to have to change our mentalities because we're giving up stability, a stable job, for other amazing things, but they are going to come with some challenges. And I think it's changing that mind frame to make sure that you can just act like be your best self through it and not be overwhelmed, but actually make that jump and decide this is what I want to do. And it's going to come with its own challenges. But let's take each thing as it comes, because it's a really exciting journey to come. A lot of people say I am a remote worker for freedom, flexibility or family matters. So what did you choose remote work lifestyle? The one thing I'm going to say about this is I've learned it the hard way, but it's actually, you don't need to justify why you want to do remote work. And you don't have to say it's because of family. You don't have to say it's because you want flexibility. It's because you want to do you and you want to take 
ownership over your work and lifestyle. And that's all you have to say. You don't have to justify it to anyone to take ownership over what you want to spend your time in. And I think that's a huge misconception where people go into like this whole explaining, oh, this is why I'm doing it. And they try to justify it when actually, if you know that that's what you want to do and you're ready to take that challenge and jump, then just own it. You don't need to justify it to anyone. How do I prepare to work in a remote company or freelance or entrepreneur? Look, I think that is just down to common knowledge. Uh, I think, uh, you know, be respectful, be professional. Also, try and stay always three steps ahead. So rather than just rely on your colleagues, if that's what you do, or rely on a system or structure, create your own structure, create uh, your own uh, system of how to do things, but just try and think of yourself, take a step back and think of the bigger picture and how you're no longer part of just like a clog in a corporation, which is something really positive, but it equally means that you're your own entity. And that's why you need to make sure that you represent yourself appropriately. And to do that, you need to look at the bigger picture, be able to, you know, be able to get things in time or have really great communication or be really clear or have a structure in place. So just take a moment to take a step back and look at the bigger picture and think, how would I want this to be if it was the other way around? And how can I service them better to present myself better? Because it's all about self-branding, really. Do you think that universities in general sole work in this line? I most definitely think universities should push this as an option more. Uh, I think uh, I actually just wrote a blog, but throughout university, you get so much pressure about um, you know, oh, it's such a saturated market and there's no jobs, but I don't think they ex they explore enough or talk enough about the options just out of the really conventional job. And the issue they're getting is that they get a lot of young people just completely switching off over work because they don't find it interesting or fun. But actually, if you present to them being able, if someone's good at what they do, but you're able to do it, but still be able to lead your lifestyle out of it, then a lot of more young people would be engaged. And that's why I think remote working is a great way for big corporations to be able to attract young talent. What tools do you use in your day to day as a remote worker? So um, I would currently work at a startup, although I used to work in a corporate company. And I've learned that there's a lot of big changes that you have to go from a corporate company into a startup. And many of the tools I use, I've realized I can use them just as much as in my remote work. But are things like Slack, Zoom, uh, they're huge ones actually, because Slack has so many integrations. I live for Google, like Google Drive, being able, and I, I'm always like preaching it to everyone, but being able to like log in anywhere and get your files, that's like amazing. But if you're able to integrate all these and every day more and more integrations come for all of them, you're really like unstoppable because you can work from anywhere and you can be just as like contactable and just as like, uh, you know, you can be reached in any way and also be really reactive to any issue that comes just as much as you would be in an office. Probably if not more, because you become, you end up overcompensating for the fact that you're not in the office and you end up working hard and being more focused. But um, there's all those tools that startups usually use are, are pretty on point as well. Do you think that people need advice to become a remote worker? Um, I think there's only a certain amount of advice you can give someone. I don't think you can give advice someone to become one. I think it's a personal decision that you have to make because you're deciding to prioritize different things in your life. And I don't think it's for everyone, but I think if you make that personal decision that you want to go on this journey, then you will go out there to find the advice that you want to be able to facilitate you to go on that journey. 
But I don't think anyone should ever convince you to do anything. I think you make that choice that you want to prioritize these things in your life and remote work is going to allow you to do that. And the moment you make that decision, there is endless amount of advice and endless amount of people that feel so passionate about it that are able to like facilitate all the information you need to make that happen for you. Finally, could you share some tips with our audience for digital nomad experiences? Any? Uh, any uh, oh, tips, some teams, advice? Or... So I'm very early on in my career with it, but I think is um, regardless, firstly, once you make the decision, you dive in, use the resources you have. I'm about to go traveling for a few months. And for example, I'm going daily to like events to meet people, connect with people, network, because there's two things. Like there is being like a nomad and being like remote, but equally do value like networking and the opportunity to actually connect with people face to face. And when you get those opportunities, which actually might be much less once you're abroad, try and make the most of it. Like don't be comfortable, don't be lazy. If you're in a city and you see meetups, you see events, find, go in Eventbrite, find ways to connect with people, find ways to meet people, find ways to like share information. So when you're away, you can like utilize them or even if it just inspires you. But I think don't take for granted that everything's just gonna come at you. Be really proactive online and offline to try and make those connections online and offline. All right, this is all for today. I hope that you enjoy with this amazing interview. Um, remember, if you want to hear other interviews or search our content, you only need to enter in www.dmexperience.com and there you have a lot of information, tips, advice related with remote work and digital nomadians.